This is some BS. Hello, mother effers. Welcome back to another episode. Finally. And if you hear my child screaming, it's because her dad is trying to get her under control. She's been on one lately. I think it's because we took the pacifier away. But anyways, I'm back. It's been like three weeks, something like that. I don't even know. But it's been the longest month of my life, it feels like. We've had so much crap going on. So much bullshit. We had to pack, move, go stay at a a temporary hotel, aka my parents' house. Stayed on a Motel 6 mattress that was so uncomfortable. My husband was sleeping on the floor. We didn't fit. It was a hot mess. Then we had to move our stuff again and then unpack. And now we're semi-settled. We've been here a week and it's been so refreshing being in this new place. We love it. It's so peaceful and it's homey and it feels like our home. So we're grateful for that. But yeah, it's it's been it's been a long few weeks and Sorry that these episodes have been being delayed. Clearly, we've had a lot going on. I just didn't want to add more stress to myself than what was already on me. So I allowed myself the break and now we're back. Okay, now we're back. No more breaks. I'm going to be on it. And yeah, so it's calming down. We had a very chill weekend, had some family time, ate some good food. And yeah, usually I have like a whole script, not script, like a whole timeline kind of of like the topics that I want to get into and how to segue into them, right? But because we've had so much chaos going on and I've kind of been kind of putting off recording, like I know that I want to, I know that I need to, but I haven't sat down to actually think about it. I was just said, you know what, we're going to do it different today and I'm just go with it. So the one topic that I knew that I wanted to kind of dig into was about family. I feel like, well, let me start by saying, I'm going to be talking about family, right? And I'm going to have to really watch my words because people get offended so easily. So let me just say that the words that I'm speaking on this episode about family are my experience. No one can take away what I have experienced with people, specifically in my family. No one can take away from that. No one can try to gaslight me and try to tell me that things didn't happen the way that they did. I'm speaking from my personal experience. And if it offends you, then it just is what it is. And you're going to have to talk to Jesus about it because that ain't got nothing to do with me. But again, I'm still going to kind of watch what I say and try not to offend anyone. But if I do, the Lord will see you on Sunday. So my family background, and I'm not talking about immediate. I've, I've kind of already, you've heard me talk about my immediate family vaguely. So I'm talking about outside of my immediate family. 
outside of my immediate family, I consider to be like my mom's side of the family, my dad's side of the family. And let me tell you, they are so completely different. They are completely different books on the complete opposite ends of the library, like not in the same category, like complete opposites, okay? My mom's family, they are, um, what's the first word I would use? Actually, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say they're normal. They talk shit about each other and still check on you five minutes after that. Like, they are funny, they're loud, they drink again, they talk shit, we get together for all the holidays, and it's just normal, I feel like. Like, there's still drama, but it's for the most part, it's normal. My mom's family is much smaller. It consists of four generations, but out of that, not everyone has kids, and if they do, it's like one, two, one or two, and I think my mom is the one that has the most. She has three kids. So it's much smaller, but we see each other all the damn time, like holidays, and if the kids have things going on or whatever it is, right? It's kind of normal in what you would probably imagine what a family would be. They they are more <laughs> this sounds horrible. <sighs> They're more down to earth. They're more real life. They're more this is just this this is what you get if you don't like it. F off. <laughs> They're more I'm not gonna put up a front. Um I'm not gonna put on this facade that everything is perfect. If shit is going on, we're going to know about it one way or the other, or we'll eventually tell everybody what's going on. Like, it's just kind of like a open book type family, I guess. There's drama within that. There's still faults and flaws to the family, and I can get into that. But my dad's family is... Like I said, very different, completely different books. It's much bigger to begin with. Um, my dad has four siblings, three, well, three other siblings, four, to- four of them total. And each one has three kids. Every single one has three kids. And of those kids, we all have kids. And so it's just, there's a lot of us, the interactions between everybody is completely different this is where I feel like it's not normal it's not normal the amount of like drama and eggshells and jealousy and hate and like rivalry type of thing that's that shit's not normal but what I have grown to learn as horrible as it sounds, family is family can be some bullshit because there's just all types of shit going on that you would think that you wouldn't expect from family because textbook, that's not what family is supposed to do. But family does do that shit. Family does do you wrong and create all this unnecessary drama and like I said, like judgment and all that shit. 
I feel like that's more normal than to try to act like we all get along and everybody loves each other and we're all supportive. I feel like that that's a front for the outside world. It's not a front for within family because within family, you all know what it is. But for the outside world, I feel like if now to me, a red flag <laughs> is if someone's telling me that their family is perfect. It's not. Everybody deals with bullshit. Everybody, not everybody talks shit, but a lot of people talk shit. So my dad's family, I feel like because there's so many of us, we're all so different. It's so hard for all of us to get along. <laughs> and it's just chaos and there's always some shit happening and it's just it's a lot to deal with I am the type of person who keeps tries to keep in contact with everyone all my grandparents my grandmas all my aunts and uncles all my cousins like I try to keep up with everybody right and I, I did a good job at that. Like, I feel like I was considered, like, the quote-unquote favorite cousin by a lot of my cousins, right? And then as we got older, I started to realize and my eyes started to open of who people really were. And when I'm, when I'm talking about this, I'm talking about both sides of my family, no one's specific, right? As I got older, I started to realize who people were. People were showing their true colors in certain situations and certain things would rub me the wrong way and make me not want to hold up those relationships as much as I used to. And I struggled with that for for a long time. I struggled with putting myself in this cycle of wanting to be close with someone and trying to keep up the relationship and making sure I was good with everyone. And then they showed me who they were with one situation or another. And then I would fall back. And then I'd be like, no, not that not they're my family, so I need to have a relationship with them. But it's like, oh, well, I miss them. I miss what it was. So then I'd put myself back in it and go back to talking to whoever it was, right? And then they would show me again who they are. And then it would just be over and over and over and over. And it became it became way too much. It wasn't until I was pregnant that I stopped this cycle. I stopped this cycle for my daughter because that was when I realized whoever I allow around us will then affect my daughter. And if someone can affect my daughter as much as people in my family has have affected me, that's an issue. I'm not allowing that shit. So when I was pregnant and all this stuff, I'm like imagining, you know, when she comes and the people that she's going to have to interact with and the shit that she's going to have to deal with. And I know because I had to deal with it too. When I realized that, I was like, hell no. That ain't happening. Ain't no one about to play with my daughter. I'm stopping this shit right now, right? So then that's when when I carefully and very thought it over 
to the extreme of who I wanted to allow to be close to me. And this sounds crazy because we're talking about family, not freaking friends or outside world or people that you don't have to have a relationship with. I'm talking about family, the people that you say you have to be close with them. You have to have a relationship with them. They're your family. They're your aunt. They're your uncle. They're your this. They're your that. Like that shit does not matter. At least to me. If you think that way and you feel like because y'all share the same blood that y'all got to be good. Cool. This podcast episode will probably piss you off. So you might just want to turn it off. But for me, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Like I said, because of my daughter, that really made me look at things in a whole different way. So for my mom's side of the family, there's like not really anyone that I'm like, absolutely not. Can't have them around my daughter. Like, no, I have to cut them off. There was, there's no one like that to that extreme, but I do pick and choose when I want that interaction because sometimes some people's personalities, some people's just who they are can be a lot and that's not a bad thing but it's just not that's not where I'm at if we can't have a healthy relationship healthy conversation healthy open door to discuss things that bother us then I keep my distance specifically for my mom's family that was very I I I still struggle with it I still struggle with trying to maintain these boundaries that I've put up with certain people because they're the people that I have been closest with out of both of my families. So that I'm still struggling with, but it's becoming easier for me. Like I said, because I am getting older and I'm because I am realizing who people are. So I pick and choose when I want to put myself in that space. And so it's... It's, there's still some things that are hard when dealing with my mom's family, but for the most part, uh, it's bearable, I should say. Now, for the other side of the family, I don't think any of them are listening to this. If they are, I hurt your feelings. Depending on who you are, I'm sorry. <laughs> but if you're the people that I'm about to be talking about, then I really don't give a fuck. So, open your ears. Turn it up a little bit. Listen to what I gotta say, (laughs) because y'all would never have these conversations in person. Like I said, I kept putting myself in these cycles over and over and over and over, forgiving people, them showing me their true colors, I fall back, and then I miss them, and I want to do it all over again, and it's just this roller roller coaster, and like I said, when I got pregnant, it that. With my dad's family, when I got pregnant and I thought about all this shit, that shit hit me hard. Like I went, I went through it. (laughs) It was, it was very hard for me to come to terms with the fact that I was having, going to have to legit cut people off completely. Now it's easy. Now, now I'm sitting here like I don't give a fuck because I've already had to process. I've already had time to process all of it and deal with all of it. And because... People have repeatedly showed me who they are. So that made it easier. So my my dad's family, and this is, this doesn't, absolutely does not speak to who my dad is because all of his siblings are, they were all pretty much raised the same way with the exception of my dad. 
but they were all pretty much raised the same way. And all they're all so different. It's crazy. You would never think that they came from the same parents. <laughs> but I have people on that side of the family that are judgmental, that don't care to see anybody else's view, that are racist, that think politics should be a part of the dinner conversations. And it's, it's, it's a lot. My, my dad and our family, my dad and his kids, we all think very differently than the rest of them. Most of them. We have very different opinions on politics, current events, and pretty much everything. <laughs> we are completely opposite. And for some reason, some people in the family think that it's okay to have conversations where we could, it could very clearly lead to an argument and disagreements but they still bring it up. Dinner conversations should not be about why Trump should be president. That's the shit I'm talking about. So when I became pregnant, I did not allow my daughter to be around his, my dad's family until she was right before, right before she hit one, I think. They would have dinners every once in a while and I would purposely get a babysitter <laughs> and I refused to have her around because I did not want her to deal with the same judgment that I did, but also the racism. She's already going to have to deal with so much shit in the outside world. I will never allow any of that hate to come from someone in my family. My, boy, my voice just broke, but I promise I'm not crying. <laughs> so when I became pregnant, I knew that my dad's family was going to be like an off-limits thing to my child. I refused to allow my child to experience hate from someone who's supposed to be her family. I cut off a lot of people, almost all of them. <laughs> and in my mind... It, that, it was for good. When I was pregnant, it was for good. I was never going to allow them to see her. I won't ever be around. And I'm just going to basically have this whole separate life. Like, I can probably have dinner with y'all occasionally. But outside of that, nothing. You won't know anything about my life. But over time, I reconnected with some of them after having some very, very deep conversations and talking about the stuff that wasn't usually talked about and just really healthy adult conversations. So that allowed me to open the door again, but I knew better this time. So I wasn't just going in arms wide open like I usually do. They probably started to become around her right before she turned one and now she's a year and a half. So now I'm at a point where some new things about 
these people have come across my table. A little bird has chirped in my ear and let me know who they really are for real, for real. And so because of that, some of them I have cut off completely again and they don't even know it. Some of them will never see my daughter again. Some of them will never know her. Some of them will never see my husband again. Some of them will never see me again. (laughs) And that's just what it's going to have to be. Family is not what these people are. I'm not going to lie. I'm having a hard time trying to decipher how much detail I want to give. But now that I'm sitting here about to say it, I feel like I should just be, I should be transparent about it because this shit is, this shit is real. There's people in my family who are racist and I've known that for a lot of my adult life, but lately there's just been like more things that that have just been so blatantly racist that I can no longer deal with it. I can, not that this racism is displayed in front of me. That's, I'm not saying that's why I can't deal with it. I'm saying I can't deal with potentially having a relationship with these people. I can't deal with ever seeing these people. I can't put myself around them. I will never put my daughter around them. And my husband for damn sure ain't ever going around them. So when they say family is family, family is not family. I don't give a fuck if we're blood. If you are racist, when I have a black child, a black husband, don't expect to know me. Don't expect to know them. Some of these things that I've heard some people in my family have said has truly blown my mind. I'm like, I cannot believe people say these things. And I know that reading about it, reading about like what people say and what people do online is completely different from hearing that someone in your family speaks this way. And it's like things that I've never even heard of. Like people talk like this. This sounds like a movie. And so just to know that people are making these types of remarks truly blows my mind because it's, I just can't wrap my mind around it for real. They've gotten so comfortable that they don't even realize what they're doing and what they're saying. And maybe they do, but the fact that you're not even considering the fact that you now have someone. Y'all have been trying to sit here and talk about this shit, trying to figure out what I can and cannot say. And it's hard. So just outside of, of that shit, I think that People are beginning to feel obligated. I'm not obligated to give you respect when you show none. I'm not obligated to want to kiss your ass even when you're showing your ass. I see people for who they are, family or not. And I just wish that everyone could be open and loving and gentle and caring and kind. And that's just not what it is. When I married my husband, the issues of racism and stereotyping were minimal. But when I had my daughter, when I became pregnant and knew that someone innocent would have to be thrown in the mix, that's when my guard went up. That's when I became on the defense. Not that I wasn't that way with my husband, but it, it that the feeling that I have to stand up for what's right intensified. 
So it caused me to have all these falling outs and cutting people off that, again, are supposed to be my family. And I had no problem doing it. It didn't bother. Well, it, I mean, it, it did bother me because, like, I didn't, not because I wanted those relationships, but because it was just overall sad to, to have to deal with it. Overall, it was just sad that that's what it came down to. The fact that there are people in my life, people around me that I have to be like this with, that part was sad. But overall, like having to stand up to people, I could do that shit all day. I feel like um, when it comes to having a mixed race child, when they're children, it's not a whole lot to deal with. And not necessarily when they're children, when they're babies and toddlers, that's still in the, they're still cute phase. It's that people aren't necessarily thinking about like when they became, when they become a grown adult. So people aren't really seeing them for who they're going to be, which is a grown black man, a grown black woman. People aren't seeing mixed race babies as that. They're seeing them as this cute little mixed baby, right? So when it comes to my child, I haven't had to deal with it so much yet, but I know that shit's coming. That's why I'm protecting her from these people now. But when it comes to my husband, and kind of the shit that we've had to deal with and that I've had to deal with as far as interracial relationships. I've had a lot of experience with that. With family, no one has been blatantly racist to my husband. Thank God, because I will fight. But if I'm being honest, there's more of a lack of awareness than anything Example, some people thinking that, or not, some people not thinking, not considering that he is a black man and he can't just go anywhere and it be normal. There's a lot of times where, depending, like we hear where, what the, what the family has planned or what events are coming up in the family and we're like, hmm, not going to that because we know like if we walk in this room We know what everybody's going to be thinking. We know people are going to be like, oh my God, there's a black man. We know that. And some people are just, they don't have that awareness and don't think of that. And if we bring it up, it's kind of blown off as like no big deal. Oh, you're overthinking. When we know, and the people listening to this know, that's not what that is. And we just, we're not. We're not going to deal with that. And another thing would be um, stereotypes have been thrown at him in a very subliminal way and in a very like clearly this person isn't thinking type of way, like thinking with some sense type of way. Those situations are irritating. For the most part, we can move on from them. But trust and believe, we never forget. It shows us who people are. It shows us who we can't have a full 100% real relationship with. If you're making comments about other people, you're making it known how you truly feel. And we take that for what it is. And that's where we determine, okay, we need to pick and choose when we're around this person. Okay, we're removing ourselves completely from this person. If people want to have those conversations, we can we can have those conversations. I will never hold back from speaking up for my husband and my child 
and it, really anyone else for that matter. There's just a whole lot more that can be said. And I think having having guests on that maybe have experienced the same things, I'll be able to dig into a little bit more. But it's just very difficult to explain what we've experienced without being too specific. I definitely want to get a guest on here that can relate so that we can talk about the facts and talk about our experiences and just to share more of that. That being said, I've gotten a lot of requests of people wanting to be on the podcast, but nobody's telling me what they want to talk about. Y'all got to let me know. Let me know if you want a BS episode and we just talk about a bunch of random stuff and I can pick the topics and go from there. But if you, if there's something specific that you want to share, you have to let me know. I want you to be 100% comfortable with talking about it. I got so much good feedback on my last episode with my uncle. Everybody loved him, came in fully open-minded and wanted to be open about their experience. So yeah, that's a wrap for episode six. And I promise you the next one will be better. This one, we're still pulling clothes out of boxes and shoes and all that. So I'm still a little, a little flustered today, but by next week, I promise you episode is going to be 10 out of 10. And I hope y'all have a great week. Easter's next weekend. And I'm excited because I get to go to church. It's going to be amazing. But yeah, I hope y'all have a great week. Thank y'all for tuning in. And deuces.